0: children to school and creating specialized schools for gifted students much of this resistance to finland's comprehensive school was muted after december 2001 it's fair to bet that without pisa the program for international school assessment this audiobook probably would never have been written how have the finns responded to thousands of questions and inquiries about the success of their schools Many Finns believe that there are five critical elements that allow Finnish students to fare better than most of their peers in other countries. Four of them are directly associated with schools and their mandates. One is about what happens when children are not in school. You should, however, keep in mind that explaining why something happens in complex social systems always includes a reasonable amount of speculation and can never be 100% certain. First, We argue that the comprehensive school that children start when they turn seven provides balanced, holistic, and child-focused education and development to all children and lays a foundation for good, equitable learning. The curriculum in Finnish schools addresses all subjects evenly and thereby provides all children with opportunities to cultivate multiple aspects of their personalities and talents. The absence of private schools and the between-school competition that often comes with them means that all schools must be good schools regardless of where they are and who they serve. The majority of Finnish pupils study in socially mixed classes, without being tracked or segregated by their ability or their socioeconomic status. During the past four decades now, this spirit of inclusiveness has shaped the mindsets of teachers and parents alike to believe that anyone can learn most of the expected things in school, as long as there is appropriate and sufficient support. As a result, focus on children's well-being Health and happiness in school has become one of the key goals of schooling across the country. Second, we realized early on that successfully teaching heterogeneous classes would require better trained teachers than we had until the 1970s. As a result, teacher education was shifted from colleges to research universities. As part of the comprehensive higher education reform in the 1980s, teachers also had to graduate from research-based master's degree programs, just like any other professional in Finland. Newly graduated teachers had therefore studied much more child psychology, pedagogy, special education, subject didactics, and curriculum than their more seasoned colleagues, which equipped them with better professional responsibilities in their schools. In the 1990s, teachers were expected to collectively design their school curricula, choose the most effective ways to teach, assess how well their students had learned, and self-direct their own professional development and growth as teachers. Continuous strengthening of the teaching profession in Finland has brought strong and notable trust in teachers and schools that, in turn, has further enhanced the status of teachers and attractiveness of becoming a teacher among young Finns. Third, we decided to establish permanent mechanisms to secure and enhance children's well-being and health in all schools. The main goal was to ensure that lack of basic health and care at home would not jeopardize pupils' chances to succeed. The backbone of this support system was a new special education structure that assumed that problems related to education should be identified and addressed as early as possible. Each school is given sufficient resources and personnel to accomplish this every school in Finland has to establish a student welfare team that consists of experts, teachers, and leadership who discuss concerning issues and decide how to tackle them in the best possible ways. Needless to say, having all these special education services up and running in all schools requires that funding be designed in such a way that schools with more special educational needs are also allocated more funds. This has created an essential basis for strong system-wide educational equity in Finland. Fourth, we think that mid-level educational leadership, that is, schools and local districts, should be in the hands of experienced and qualified educators. Indeed, we expect that the school principal be qualified to teach in the school that she leads. School leaders must also be suitable and fit to lead people and learning organizations. Leadership hierarchy in Finnish schools is relatively flat, most principals also teach students alongside their leadership tasks this guarantees that leaders in schools also have direct links to classroom experience we've noted that teachers are often more likely to accept feedback and talk about their concerns when they know that their bosses also teach and may face similar questions in their classrooms i have argued